Hey, Flight fans. GM as always, Dwayne here. My pronouns are he and him. This episode of Flight Risk stars... Hello, my name is Velvet Divine, Faye Fair, and I'll be playing Anarchy Fortuna, she, her, the Twilight Tinkerer. I'm Mark. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm playing Aaron Windstalker, Seeker Pathfinder, Warrior, Steel Hand Adept. And his pronouns are he, him. Hello, my name is Doug Eberhardt, he, him, and tonight I'm going to be playing Traj Azros, she, her, and Traj is a Deathmurian uh, warrior with the specialization Steel Hand. Let's buckle up. It's time for another Flight Risk episode. Alright, so the trio of Aaron, Traj, and Anarchy have just watched the stone pillar slam down behind them. And the pillar slams down and a zombie just kind of is left there in that room, slowly filling with their own tears of their broken heart. As they turn around, they are faced by an impossibly large equine figure that is the horse goddess known as Ravor. Now, I don't remember if we, how we described Ravor last time. Is Ravor like a like a minotaur type person with horse legs and human arms, or is this literally a giant horse? I was kind of picturing it as a giant horse. All right, cool. All right, so there is a a giant, like four story tall horse that's black with almost like black impossibly dark hair as eyes just staring at you and you just hear in their deep voice who has come before me Aaron nudges Traj <laughs> um, I think Traj is a little bit in shock and awe um, uh, mother goddess Ravor we come we've come to the the crypt of Salomar to rekindle, reignite the flame. We've followed it all the way here. My name is Traj Ezros, and I am joined by my sister Eris uh, and uh, my Padawan Aaron. I just love you get that digging every time. Ravar just stares big just nostrils you can feel the hot air just hitting you guys in the face with these deep breaths you have come for Salomar but he is here his flame burns bright and it lowers its head and you see before it uh, a rectangular box you all know what a tomb would look like and it is glowing on the inside like a that greenish ichor color just glowing very softly like one of those uh electric amish heaters you can buy for reasonable prices if you're up late at night and bored on tv the flame has burned bright for as long as i can remember i have been watching it since before you and your kind were even a thought it takes a deep breath and breathes out and you see the breath go across the flame. The flame 
gets a little bit brighter then goes back down so why did they send you to take my job from me goddess Ravor, we were sent by the by mother umsai the leader of my my coven of night sisters we are of the blazing cliff and we were sent to reignite it if it's already lit i'm as puzzled as you are let's have everyone do a perception check how difficult all of the reds <laughs> <laughs> just keep clicking red do you think you've done enough then do three more any setback dice all right, so this is going to be, that's going to be uh, three red, one purple. Um, I'm going to give uh, Traj a black because this is their horse goddess made real and probably she's a little overwhelmed by everything she's seeing. So she may not be paying the most attention to their, their surroundings and whatnot. Can I argue for a group perception check? If you want to do a group perception check, that would be fine. I think our chances might be a little bit better if we like look and nudge each other and then like, you know, tilt our heads in certain directions. And if we, if we each notice a little bit works for me. So who, uh, who has the highest perception? Who's going to be the, the lead? I have nothing, but I remove okay. a setback die. Okay. Um, I have three greens. Not good. Not great. I have a yellow and a green. All right. So how does that all the uh, yellow and green with two boosts? Okay. A yellow, green, two blue. We lose the black. So it's just uh, the two red, two purple. Still pretty difficult. Still pretty difficult. Two red, two purple. Yeah. Uh, two or three red. Uh, two red, two purple. Okay. Okay. Trying to make this harder. Great. Oh, Love no. it. <laughs> wow. No, I can't be trusted. Again. We got three advantages, though. Okay. There's a despair. <laughs> oh, no. Spooky. <laughs> All right. So I will say with the despair that Ravor steps over the uh, the flaming sarcophagus or tomb, whatever. Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus is a better word. If I could say it at all, Jesus, Louises, and lowers its head and just blows the hottest breath into all three of your faces, throwing you back into the wall. We'll say you guys just uh, okay. Wow, that was way more effective than I thought it would be. If I killed you guys, this was a really fun adventure. It was great having you guys on the show. Um, let's see. Just in the yeah, off chance. Yeah. So this is plus five. Okay, one per. So five plus one per dark side. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So that'd be 11, 11 damage minus soap as you guys get slammed into a wall. Oh, I forgot to flip my thing for up in your guys' difficulty. That's really funny. That is exactly what's needed to bring me down to zero. <laughs> Does that also hit? Uh, Talk talk. No, not talk talk. <laughs> um, 
I'll take one advantage, and that'll be uh, Tok Tok being scared out of its poor little mind of this thing and scurried far away from the three of you. And it's kind of clinging to a wall, shaking, and does not get blasted by this hot, steamy, funky breath. Okay. You guys still do have two advantages. I don't know if there's anything you necessarily want to do with those advantages or pocket them for something later, but I'm always open to discourse. Can we get a uh, layout of the room? What does this place look like? Sure. It is a just a semi-circular like half, how would you call it? Half a basketball? Semi? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. That room, um, it's about 50 feet to the ceiling and about, say about 60 feet across. So when Ravor takes their steps, it takes only like two steps and they're on top of you. Because again, it's a 30 foot tall horse. Uh, um, there's Yeah, there's the sarcophagus in the middle of the room. And there is what would be a waterfall behind uh, Ravor, as you notice, they're stepping forward. But except for water, it's the green ichor just pouring down from the ceiling on, in an endless loop, just down, down into a hole where there's no pool. It's just basically pouring past through the floor down to some, maybe someplace below. Um, other than that, it's a, a fairly plain room. Um, Tok Tok has scurried to the far side and is kind of clinging to part of the wall that is maybe jutted out a little bit, giving it a little bit of an alcove where it's safe. But it's a very... Simple, plain room, giant horse, sarcophagus, and a green flame waterfall. Cool. Well, we got hit by this thing, and mm-hmm. it hurt. So uh, I think we all get sort of pushed backwards, and Aaron was in uh, a bit of a bow, taking Traj's uh, uh, humbleness in front of this giant horse into account, and... I think he he glances towards Traj to see what she's doing. And then he glances towards Anarchy to see what she's doing. I'm out. I forget. At at zero, is that like unconscious or what is that technically? That's unconscious and you're supposed to take another uh, critical. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, I shall roll a critical for Anarchy. And then you already have one or do we heal that one? I think I have one already. All so right, we so add 10. Add, add 10. All right. So hope not a, don't add 100. That would be the wrong number. That's death. <laughs> yes, that'd be, well, not necessarily. As long as I rolled under a 40 or so, it should still be alive. All right. Headringer. Target increased difficulty of all intellect and cunning checks by one until the end of the encounter. Luckily, anarchy does not rely on intellect, so this will be fine. <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, you have that device in your head that raised you up to a six. Now you're back down to your regular five. Well, it hasn't been activated, so I'm just at a four. Oh, okay. For when I'm back to conscience. Mm. I mean, you guys do have those two advantages. You could have an advantage of that thing turning on, and now you're back at your regular intelligence. Like In that glorious moment of being hit by the horse's breath, it turned on, <laughs> and then here. you slam into the wall, and now you have a concussion. <laughs> yeah. It's concussion activated. Exactly. That's all. It's, it's like an old TV. You just had to hit it on the side really hard to turn it on. Unfortunately, well, the, it gave you a concussion. The real the real problem earlier, you were trying to uh, boot it as if it was a Windows device. It is actually an Apple device. So we get the ah. Apple startup sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. Now I got to go find that sound. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I think Traj will 
is has been injured by this god this goddess that she has built her whole ethos around and even being hurt is not going to um just boldly attack instantly i think for her there will at least be one more round of uh appeal and conversation sure so ravor just looks as you guys are scrambling up anarchy's unconscious body and go why did the night sister send another group those last ones were here just a week ago and i sent them away do they think i changed my mind Uh, me and Traj are searching our memory. Do we know? <laughs> do we know of another group? Did yes. we hear about the other group? Okay, I, the, I just forgot. The, yeah, no worries. It's been it's been a couple of weeks since we played. So the the crying person that was at holding the door, and then the zombie lift, uh, zombie raising one. They were sent out. Uh, to your knowledge, what you were told, they were they were sent out over like a millennia ago, like a thousand years ago. And to Ravor, they just let you know that to them, it's only been a week since they, that Night Sister left. They sent them away. Half the mothers lost their faith in me that they keep sending children to take my job. I think Traj is pretty confused and wants to just ask questions, but is also afraid of the answers being um, replied with hot icker flame breath. Um, so whatever she says next needs to be to the point or at least give a very clear answer of the next step. Sure. As the two of them are talking, Aaron is uh, sort of, he's gotten back up to, to one knee and he's going to lean over anarchy and see if he can get her to wake up. Sure. Are you doing like a medicine check? Or are you just giving her more of Aaron's uh, special tobacco? If there's enough time for a medicine check, I would like to do a medicine check. Um, I'm fine with doing it. I mean, I imagine Aaron out there in the wilderness has to do quick medical assessments. Like you're not going to fix yeah. any bones, but like, Hey, a couple slaps to the face, wake somebody up type thing. I think right. you're able to pull that off. Okay, so yeah, you can do a medicine check against. You have two. I'll say three purple since she's got a, a second uh, critical. That's a success with two threats. All right, so that gives her what a a wound, a wound. All right, so anarchy. Uh, your eyes, your eyes, uh, <laughs> your eyes flicker open, and you see a uh, a sweaty and maybe tired or whatever look on Aaron's face as he's trying to bring you back as probably as quietly as possible not to draw the ire of the, the horse goddess. He's got these like berries from the Dathomir equivalent of a ginkgo tree that just really stink. And he's, he's got them <laughs> under anarchy's post to try and wake her up. Is it a stinko tree? It's a stinko tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannon. Oh, Love it. What is that? Where's the horse god or whatever this is maybe pretend to still be down and he will kind of slump back down and play possum but just whisper when stalker someday i might glass this planet i hate it here 
Yeah. It's uh, souring on me a bit too. Can I uh, try and do a, hmm. this might be very risky. Do it. Sure. Uh, the, name of the, sh- the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking about doing a, a social check and trying to use coercion against the all-powerful horse goddess. I love it. Um, okay. Because it's the only social skill that I am good at, but it's also, I think, Traj's approach to all social skills to an extent. Okay. Sure. Uh, that would be, that's a roll against their discipline, I believe. Sounds right. This one. All right. So that would be uh, three red and a purple. Oh, boy. Three red. You guys have this. You guys have a light side if you want to flip it. Um, probably flip it. Yep. I was, I'll, I'll give you at least one blue because we know that Traj knows a great deal about Ravor, that they are devout in either their knowledge, their faith, whatever you want to call it. They know a lot about this goddess and who they are and what they represent. So you're not coming from a place of just no knowledge. You kind of know if maybe there are stories of other people talking to Rave or having conversations that you remember how they approached her and how they spoke to her. And you're able to remember that and not make any drastic, hopefully mistakes. If there's anything else you think you can get a boost for, I'm always up for listening. Okay. Um, now that that's a generous boost. That would be something I would have suggested. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to flip. So that's going to upgrade one of my green to a, a, a yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so what question are you going to ask? Let's have you ask or yeah. start the conversation. Then I'll see how they, with your role, how I'm going to respond. Okay. Um, so Traj sort of um, approaches humbly and on and honestly and kind of though this is a coercion check i think it's more of the threat that is poised towards ravor is poised towards what traj says and traj says mighty ravor the goddess that has trampled over this planet and brought death and brought renewal to us something's not right why would multiple groups of night sisters have been sent here without reason. Perhaps the reason is that your, your divine knowledge is, is incorrect. Maybe you've been blinded. Maybe this light is not lit and it needs to be rekindled. And every moment that we take to stop ourselves and every moment, every breath you breathe onto us and our, predecessors the ones that will come after us once you've burned us with your ichor flame perhaps it's just you that does not understand why we're here uh, roll. and i'm gonna roll not good <laughs> <laughs> not even an advantage <laughs> i know huh? okay so ravor will just look down and go Sister, do you listen to the ants when they ask you for advice? When they tell you what to do, how do you live your life? That creature... His eyes looks over at Tok Tok. Does that creature tell you what to do? Do you believe it is wiser than you? And Traj looks over at Tok Tok. 
poor Tuck Tuck, who she had no faith or respect for a few hours ago, sees the the fear in Tuck Tuck's eyes. Um, and where she once maybe thought Tuck Tuck was also an aunt to her, maybe sees some of her own humanity, her death ness in the eyes of Tuck Tuck and the planet. And also fears that perhaps this appeal is going to go on uh, lost years. Dwayne. Yes. Can I try another med check to see if that concussion uh, like snapped the implant into place? Sure. I'll allow that. It sounds like a good idea. I'm going to roll some force dice for no apparent reason. You guys don't have to worry about that at all. Yeah, I am. I am worried. My my jimmies are rustled. Okay, that's not a good roll for them. Okay, all right. So go ahead and do your uh, your med check roll. Can I also uh, roll some forest dice for no apparent reason? If there's, if you want, I mean, you could roll, you could, you could roll dice all day long, Mark, if you want. I'm not gonna, if you not, if, if it's just, if it's a nervous tick, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> but if you're, if you're trying to figure something out, go for it. Sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll roll a 100 every once in a while to help me make a decision. So go for it. I'll, I'll, I'll wait my turn. Sure. All right. So you're going to just do a regular a medicine check to see if the head implant is working. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say, uh, usually I'd be one purple, but I'm going to upgrade it to purple because you've been slammed around a little bit. And I'm going to add uh, a black because you've you got a nice icker sunburn going over your body. All right. Okay. Four successes right. and three advantages. Yep. So yeah, I'll say that the that little uh, apple tone starts and stops, and whatever little vibration that you feel in your brain as this thing's embedding itself and going through your consciousness. And you know that the device that uh, FR3Z implanted has finally finished with its updates. Maybe the uh, Wi-Fi here on Dathomar isn't really fast. So it took a while to download everything, but it's finally, finally working. And yeah, you'll get the, the benefits of that now that it's uh, fully working. If you want to uh, take back three wound as well, since you're doing a medicine check, I'll let you take back three wound with three of those successes. Dope. Thank you. That is not appreciated. All right, uh, Mark, you wanted to roll something or do you want me to do what I was going to do with my force dice first? Uh, do what you're going to do with your force dice first. Sure. We'll go alphabetical order. Anarchy is one, Aaron is two, Traj is three. Two, Aaron. All right, so Aaron. Um, Aaron is not from this planet. You're from Weak. Um, what, what is the biggest difference in the feeling the force gives you on Dathomir than it does when you were on weak. What is the biggest thing that Aaron has noticed? The force on weak doesn't pick sides. The force on Dathomir uh, being used in the way it is by the, the night sisters who seem to favor, uh, favor the easy route. Um, it, it feels darker here. Okay. So maybe in that feeling of, you know, the balance that you're used to feeling on weak and there's a, a small tug of pull here on Dathomir and in that tugging feeling that maybe it's always been there, that white noise to your connection to the force for a moment, you feel that tug a little bit harder. And for a moment you see in the Icker flame, 
the sorry, the Icker Flame Waterfall, what appears to be a silhouette of a, a humanoid figure, but mm-hmm. it's just like a blink of the eye. That could have been something in your eye, but it looks like there was something or someone there for just a moment. Mm-hmm. And that fits perfectly what I, with what I wanted to roll my force dice for. Um, while Tok Tok is across the room from us, knowing mm-hmm. that we were unsuccessful in, in even really getting a good look at, at this deity, um, I would like to take a look through Tok Tok's eyes and maybe guide them forward with something to do. Okay, so you're going to have them looking. Your ability allows you to instill your will on the animal. Um, since let's see, let's see what exactly what I what I can do with. Uh, I can communicate. Okay, we so can, you can we can communicate up to long range. Okay, so you, you can talk and kind yeah. of like ask him to do something. Yeah. So I, okay. I want to send those mental pictures toward to talk talk. Okay. And you know what? I don't even, I don't have to roll. Oh, because you already have a connection with Tok Tok? Yeah, I just commit a force die. So oh. I'm committing a force die. Okay. And I'm opening that connection and sending Tok Tok the the images of uh his eyes, like a um their set of purple eyes and mm-hmm. uh the the waterfall and the silhouette of a person. Sure, you get um, a immediate image back of just fire and an image of a crying purple. Send the image back of uh, a big purple uh, embracing a smaller one. And um, this uh, this image is is difficult for... Aaron to come up with the the idea of importance something needs to be done um, mm-hmm. I think he tr- tries to communicate need okay okay um, you've had a, f- a fairly good relationship with talk talk and over the last four hours yeah hey well I mean you, you could have sent him away and you, you let he's yep. been riding on your back you know yep. so as, as best buds you can make in four hours you know and talk talk will kind of just eyes dart over to Aaron and stare up at the horse and look over towards the flame. And you see it very, very slowly start sliding against the wall. It's pressed as tight against the wall as it can, trying not to be noticed as it's sliding closer and closer towards the fire. It'll take him a little while to get there because he's moving like as slow as possible because he doesn't want to be, mm-hmm. you know, horse food. Mm-hmm. But he'll definitely go that direction. Keeping that bridge between the two of us open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just getting whatever the equivalent uh, flashes of a small panic attack and a purple that they can send you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please head over to the podcast service of your choice and leave us a review. Every review helps more people find the show. If you want to help the show out, please spread the word on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Flight Risk Pod and on Facebook. If you want to help us in a monetary fashion, you can head over to Patreon and help support the show. Mm-hmm.